Well, hello, hello, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of the podcast. Obviously, you're listening to the Unsighted Radio, and I am Chad Michael Belton. Thank you guys so much for stopping by today. And this is episode one of a four-part kind of, it, it, it is a little bit of a mini-series, but it's more of kind of like a, a hype package. Um, obviously, for those that have been following me, um, you know, I've been making it very well known that I am going to be over in London, England in July. And I'm very, very excited to have the chance to travel international for the first time in my actual life that I can remember. <laughs> um but it's going to be really exciting. And obviously, the reason for me going over to London is because I have the absolute uh, amazing honor of helping a company adapt IT. Obviously, if you've been here long enough, you know, I have a very good friend over there in the UK area, Simon O'Gorman of Adapt IT. And he is an amazing person with an amazing company that has assistive technology for the disabled people, whatever their disabilities are. And also, a big passion for gaming and making sure people have the right setup with their disability or their chronic health condition to continue playing games. And he was very gracious enough to extend an invitation for me to come over in July and help him out with the gaming zone. So, in this four-part little mini-series hype package, obviously, we're going to introduce the gaming zone, kind of the different um, stations that we're going to have there on the floor um, we get to meet two of the people who are going to be involved with the gaming zone area and just expo in general. So you'll meet a streamer there as well as a podcaster. And then obviously the last episode will kind of be a wrap up some last minute notes and just ways that if you can't make it in a person, how you can be involved virtually. So if that sounds fun, like for you, if that sounds fun like for you i meant to say if that sounds like fun <laughs> sorry it's 9 a.m and i just started drinking coffee so maybe it'll kick in um but let me stop talking and have someone who's a little bit better at talking uh simon gorbit here he is my amazing friend from adapt it over in london england simon how are you buddy Hello, hello. Hiya, Chad. Yeah, great to be here, mate. It's really good to catch up again and uh, talk about this fantastic thing that we're all going to be working on uh, over the, the the coming months for the, the show, The Disability Expo. But uh, thanks for having me on your radio again. It's really appreciated. Absolutely. I am so excited. It's crazy to think we are in May as we're recording this, meaning a little less than two months. Um, to you know till we're there so it's gonna be here before we know it and uh you know I i'm just excited <laughs> i can't wait for it to happen well we're we're completely pumped and I, I can't believe it's your your first international travel as well uh we're, we're definitely gonna have to make it special for you when you come over to to london and, and show off our capital city you'll you'll absolutely love it uh, my parents are already afraid that I might not come back with them once we uh, are supposed to leave. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, we'll definitely be able to show you around. And uh, that, of course, that's if we can actually get you off the uh, the gaming systems that we've uh, got <laughs> planned while we're at the expo. Yes, yeah, so just for a little bit of a background for those that haven't listened to uh, Simon's episode, which if you haven't please go over to wherever you get your podcast at. Um, it can be Amazon Music, Spotify, Google, Apple. It is titled Two Gamers, One Podcast. It's a phenomenal episode. Uh, 
we talk about adapt it for like maybe 10 minutes and then the rest is just all about our passion <laughs> for gaming and that's really what kind of sparked this mutual respect and friendship between um, the two of us and it was really really funny you know we get on we we did an initial talk off the record um prior to recording and after we were done recording you know kind of wrapping up off the air he's just like you know if you ever want to do anything together we have this expo coming up and you know it'd be cool if you can come over and help us and i'm just like yeah that'd be cool you know i didn't take it seriously um and then I was just talking to him, you know, through message. And then he's just like, oh, no, no, I was serious. So then I'm just like, all right, well, let me make sure I can make it. <laughs> so let me, get, let me start looking at the travel agents and um, these, some some fees and quotes. And because um, I definitely want to do it if I can. And lo and behold, it's happening. And I'm so excited to be coming over in July and helping out with the gaming zone because, you know, I love what you're doing with Adapt IT, you know, assistive technology. It's a big thing for me because nowadays, you know, I, that's that's a must when it comes to my setup. But I love how you are dedicated to making sure that everybody with disability or chronic health condition has the proper setup to keep gaming. And that's really what separates your company from, you know, a lot of the others that, you know, do assistive technology. That passion for gaming is something that I've never really encountered before, you know, I met you. Yeah, well, you know, we all like gaming. It gives us our escape. It gives us the opportunity to go somewhere else, be something that maybe we want to be or something that, you know, it'd be really cool to be able to fly kind of thing. I mean, I, I'm, I'm kind of a romantic when it comes to games. You know, I, I imagine myself as Robocop fighting off those robots, uh, you know, being a superhero, blasting it, it big bugs. And, you know, being able to take that passion and uh, apply it to uh, this particular context is just fantastic you know we think gaming first because that's what it's all about and then you know we then go right okay so what can you do what do you want to play and and then we we help people achieve that um you know really they're they're the people that are are keeping us going and things like that for that we're we're truly um truly grateful um mm. so Tell but, me a little uh, bit about the, yeah, sorry. um, sorry they cut in there. Uh, I was just, yeah, no I'm excited. I, I want to know how <laughs> did you guys, you know, get involved with the expo? How did this all kind of come about? Well, it, it, it was, uh, Chris Lee Smith from the grumpy gets, um, he was uh, looking for people to be involved in the show uh, because the, the Grumpy Gits are um, sponsored by the Disability Expo. And if you follow them, um, as they, they class themselves as the world's largest disability podcast, um, you know, you'll, you'll see all the fantastic stuff that they're doing, the awareness they're driving. And um, I'd met uh, Chris at Nadex, uh, which is a, another disability expo. Um, it was in uh, July of last year, so that would have been 22. And he phoned up and said, look, we're involved with this exhibition. They're doing things very differently. You know, they're, they're very much about driving awareness, um, creating zones of that people can experience and look at what's available. Is this something that you would be interested in? And uh, I was kind of, yeah, that sounds absolutely amazing. That's something, you know, one, um, you know, it, it will help drive 
our brand on what we're trying to achieve, but also we could do something really great here. Um, and then we uh, spoke to uh, Jade, uh, who is one of the, the directors there, and she went, oh, this is fantastic. Could you do a larger zone? Uh, we can give you a, a seven by nine um, area. And I was like, yeah, 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 no, we're, we're used to like doing a sort of two by three stand with a, an Xbox and a computer. Yeah, of course we can do an entire zone that size. Um, and then I, I, I sort of, after that conversation, put the phone down and went, oh my God, what have I done? <laughs> um, because I, I, I mean, the mad thing is, is I, I, I kind of want to take everything to the 10th the degree, you know, and when people say gaming zone, I've got things in the back of my head, you know, like Fortnite World Championships, or, you know, we have a, a big conference in the, the UK in the Birmingham area called Insomnia, which is literally four stroke five days of nonstop gaming they don't close at night people come they camp they play games for the entire time and i'm like you know what that'd be seriously cool could we do something similar obviously not on a as grand a scale this year uh, maybe next year we could have a haul to ourselves um and then we got you know thinking about right what do we want to do so we engage the community i mean we've got a great set of followers um on twitter and they've been you know what about this and could we do this and can we have these games and well you, you can just tell i mean we're we're super excited about it um and you know in the back of my head it's going to be hard work because you know we have to make this the best we can for the visitors but on the other hand come on let's face it we're going to be playing games and <laughs> and, and being silly for two days how, how hard could it be yeah, it's going to be a lot of fun, and the the setup is really, really cool. And obviously, you know, that's what we really want to kind of get into today um, with episode one is just a lot of the setup and what is all going to be there, um, the different companies, um, the different people who will be streaming, obviously what I'm going to be doing there, so, uh, <laughs> you know, the floor is yours my friend tell us what is the gaming zone going to be cool so the the gaming zone is going to be split up into different areas so that the main zone will be what i'm calling the the mainstream zone so there's going to be a mixture of uh, xbox series s's uh which will have uh, xbox live on there uh, so we'll have access to a lot of different games. Obviously, because of the, the time we've got available, we will have to curtail that a little bit. But uh, we will try and get people gaming with games that they're interested in. Now, you will have seen on our Twitter account and also through the things that you've been reposting that we've got a lot of dedicated gaming PCs as well. And of course, it's all going to be accessible. So what are we doing to do that? Well, for the xboxes we're going to be using the xbox adaptive controller i mean that's been out for years uh, people know it they love it they know what it's capable of and we're going to be breaking that out with different switches and different joysticks so that we can make it as accessible as possible from a control perspective and depending on the capabilities of the person using it will depend on the the games 
that they can play as well. So, for instance, if uh, a person is unable to use one of their arms, we can set it up so that they can use their feet or, you know, they can use their dominant arm and mix the controls in to play pretty much whatever game they want, which is exciting. Mm-hmm. Also, one of the core things of this area is how do we get the controls to the person that's using it? I mean, that's very important. You know, you can have all the best kit in the world, but if somebody can't reach it or it's not in a position where it's comfortable, it's just not going to work. So we've got our partners Rehadapt there and also Seratech uh, Accuratus. Rehadapt um, provide a lot of different mount systems. Um, so they're well known for their wheelchair based systems um, uh, across the world. And they've now developed a new system called the Wolf Mount system, which is a lighter weight, still very strong, um, accessible system that enables you to be able to mount controllers, buttons, the adaptive system, switches, you know, the regular joysticks in order to bring the controls to the person. And, you know, for us, that's one of the, the core elements there. Um, Accuratus or Ceratech Accuratus, they're providing us with their range of uh, keyboards. Um, so they do the, the monster keyboards, which are large keys, high visibility, uh, which are very much aimed at neurodiversity um, and ease of accessibility. Uh, they do also do keyboards that have guards on them. So for instance, if somebody wants to use the AWSD keys, but they have, uh, tremors or they have, uh, coordination challenges that gives them a little bit of boundary under which to operate stops adjacent key presses and really does make things less frustration, frustrating when playing your favorite games. I might have to steal one. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. We can provide you with one of those, Chad. They're, they're really good. I, I use them as well um, because you can lean on the keyboard. So for me, it's a really good way to be incredibly lazy while playing games because I can just <laughs> lean on the entire desk. It's, it's great. Providing the, the main controls, obviously, we've talked about the, the Microsoft Adaptive Controller, but we've got our friends from Praetorian. They're providing their range of joysticks and switches and accessible um, controller systems. And they're going to be the main way in which we're going to be interfacing with either the PCs or the the Xbox. Obviously, we're going to have standard Xbox controllers there for people that are able to use those. But if not, there is nothing we won't be able to break out of that controller, whether it's through multiple buttons for the D-pad or whether it's through having much larger joysticks that enable, you know, individual control from different arms. And, you know, they are bringing so much kit with them. There'll be um, stuff for younger individuals there as well. So they can interact with different music boxes and things like that. It's going to be just an absolute blast. So that's that's a bit of a, a view on what's on the, the main zone. Each area will also have a 24 inch monitor. So, you know, you'll be able to play all those games in high definition for those that can uh, make the, the most of that. 
but for people such as yourself where you know you've got sight loss or if you're completely blind we will also have games such as uh, blind legend uh, from doino uh, there uh, so you know you'll still be able to play games through the power of sound and i i've played this game it is so um submersive is that is that the word where you're just enveloped in the world it, it it's just amazing and we're hoping that everybody will get to play that game i'm definitely going to be highlighting that when i'm there because uh it's a game that i am aerobic fan of um so obviously definitely that's going to be some content i'm recording while i'm there <laughs> <laughs> so within within the main zone uh we've got 10 locations uh we're allowing a meter between each zone um so regardless of whether you're in a powered chair or whether you're you can sit in an ordinary chair there is going to be plenty of space for you within that zone um and also if you suffer from you know neurodiversity or things where flashing lights and things we can tone it down and hopefully you won't get uh too much interference from the the zone next to you mm -hmm. that's great the next the next big zone we've got is the eye tracker zone uh, so our friends from Toby Dynavox will be there. Um, those people that that follow the eye trackers, uh, there's the Toby Gaming, where they enable gaming through the power of their eye trackers. And we're going to have two zones there. Uh, again, uh, there will be a console and PC-based system so that we can showcase the, the different types of gaming that we've got there all powered by the the latest toby eye trackers and again that's going to be a fantastic capability yeah this this is something that um i'm really passionate about um you know i haven't sh shared this a lot you know I, i've made it very public obviously um you know this year i lost a very very good friend of mine um a fellow advocate streamer um she was a vtuber she went by the name kamori and she had a muscular dystrophy and she was mm. only able to use her eyes um but she was able to play games like cult of the lamb um and just all these other amazing games as long as she you know set it up and had it you know completely ready to go with her eye tracker um she could do so so many amazing things with her eye trackers and you know it was just amazing to see what she was capable of doing so this is definitely something that I'm I'm very passionate about because obviously a very dear friend of mine used this to do everything that she did as an advocate. So definitely I will be spending some time with the eye tracking and I would love to use it myself just to get a little bit of an understanding of what she had to do to continue playing games because she loved her games. Yeah, no, that, that's really cool. And I, I'm sorry for your loss there, mate. Um, but uh, there's going to be plenty of opportunity for you to have a go at all these fantastic systems. And of course, for the people that are going to be visiting the Disability Expo, um, and it's worth mentioning, there is going to be a register coming out um, because obviously we can only enable a, a, a certain amount of people to be able to play games. Mm -hmm. So 50% uh, of the uh, allocations can be pre-booked. 
um, and then uh, we'll have 50% of the allocation, which will be done on a first come first serve. But one thing we're very keen of is making sure there's plenty of room for people to see. So there'll be plenty of people around the stand if you're interested in a specific technology or you want some advice or guidance, you'll be able to walk around the stand, see what's going on and, and just enjoy the vibe because that's what we're mm. all about. Yeah, so I, even if you can't play the games, and obviously when this register comes out, I would uh, advise you to get on board because I have a feeling it's going to go by really fast. But <laughs> don't let the fact you can't play games keep you from coming by the gaming zone because like Simon just said, this technology is amazing. And you know I've seen it. I'm going to definitely be trying all of it out. So I, you know... I would recommend you guys come by and do it too. If you're going to be there at the expo, definitely go and look at all these amazing assistive devices because each and every one of them is unique and special in its own way. Yeah, I mean, there's there's some technologies that we would have liked to have had there and, and enabled people to use. Um, so I, I don't know if you've seen the streamer at uh, Rocky No Hands. Uh, so he's quadriplegic. He uses pure mouth-based control. And, you know, that's just amazing. Watching him play Fortnite is is just insane. I mean, the, the guy, well, I, I, I wouldn't want to play him, to be fair, because it'd be headshot. And that that would be it. Congratulations, you came 99th or something. <laughs> <laughs> so moving on. Um, so virtual reality is something that I, I've always been uh, interested in and it's definitely something that is ramping up I know it's been around for since the 80s um, but it's really starting to come into its own especially uh, you know you've had the the PlayStation VR uh, which came out quite a while ago you've got PSVR 2 now um, and you know the Oculus Quest uh, the meta, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. You've got a lot of different systems coming out. So I felt we needed some of that in our life. So we do have a PlayStation 4 PSVR system there. Um, people will get the chance to go uh, scuba diving or, you know, uh, tobogganing and all sorts of things like that just as a demo, just to see the power. Now, I, I've been lucky enough that we've we've had the, the unit now for some weeks and uh, I'm a, a big Doom fan, big Doom fan. And I've been playing Doom VFR and I have to say, Every time it scares the living daylights out of me. <laughs> uh, Life-size monsters, man. It, it, it's definitely scary. So, you know, we are going to have one station there. Uh, it's possible we may have two. We're not sure yet. We're waiting to firm up some of those ideas. But there will be the opportunity for people to try out the, the, uh, the virtual reality. And there'll be no booking for that station. It'll be first come, first serve. And hopefully we'll get as many people through as we can on that one. I'll never forget the first time I experienced um, VR. It was, it was back when Pokemon Sun and Moon was releasing and I went to the midnight release with a friend and obviously line was big time, you know, just traffic everywhere in the GameStop. So we're sitting outside the store, you know, playing the, mo the, the more current game. Um, I think, yeah, it was Omega Ruby and Alpha Sapphire and we're just waiting there. And there was a PS um, VR um, station there 
and they were having they had Batman. They had like Batman Arkham something. I, I don't remember exactly what game it was, but I go over. I still had a lot of usable vision at this time, so you know I could see fairly well. And they're like, "Do you want to try VR?" I'm like, "Yeah, sure." I've always kind of wanted to know what this is like, so I did it, and it was the worst experience, but the coolest experience <laughs> because they had me on top of a clock tower, and I looked down and I could literally see like the bottom of, of like the town. And obviously, I am terrified of heights. Um, that's something that probably people don't know about me. And I just screamed like a little girl. And everybody's <laughs> looking at me. And I'm just like, you guys aren't seeing what I'm seeing. This is so scary. Because <laughs> it felt so real. It felt like if I just slipped, I was dead. <laughs> um, <laughs> but it's it's really, really cool that it can be that immersive. Uh, yeah, it is. And I, you know, you're absolutely right about the height piece, because uh, there's a lot of games and, and maybe it's part of the, the whole thing of VR, but they do seem to like to put you on edges. Um, and you're, you're looking down and you're thinking, you know what, this is, this is not going to end well. <laughs> yeah. So that's, so that's the, the PS VR area. Now, one of the things that we really wanted to to do on the the show was truly show that gaming could be accessible for everybody, regardless of how severe, um, you know, your your disability is. Um, now we've got an area which uh, we're calling the the hypersensitive zone. We've got uh, a friend um, called Graham Law. Uh, he owns a company called Celtic Magic, and I, I'll give you a little bit about the the history of his business in a moment. And you know, we'll we'll also get the chance to to interview him and 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 have a, a much wider discussion. Um, but this is aimed at people that have very very little movement, so you know, twitch, muscle twitch, or you know, slight um, ability to to move uh, any part of their body. And these switches can be so sensitive that they will pick up the smallest of movement. So, for instance, a Celtic Magic joystick stroke mouse, because it's a similar thing, can pick up the slightest breath. I mean, five grams of pressure. And it's it's really difficult to get across on the podcast how small amount of pressure that is. But we will have that set up there now. I, I don't know whether there will be people there that will actually be able to make the most of that, but it will certainly enable people to come along and, and try and control a game with something where the controls are that sensitive. Now, we're hoping that it will be um, based around a bed. Um, we haven't finalized the details on that yet, so we're just waiting for confirmation to finalize that. But we will have a full hypersensitive setup there as well that people will be coming along to try, see how it works, and more importantly, see what the art of the possible is. Uh, because, you know, this type of technology, we're kind of talking Stephen Hawking style. All of his stuff was, you know, bespoke to him. But through people that are amazing, like Graham Law, this technology is now becoming a little bit more commonly available to enable all sorts of things. And I, I said I would go into a little bit of the story. So he is a uh, an engineer, 
uh, that's what he loves to do. You know, you go to him, you go, I've got a problem and he will do everything to fix it. He had a, a parent who was, um, I think somebody in his area that came to see him and said, look, I've got my daughter um, at the moment. There, there's nothing she can do. Um, the only real movement she has is she can smile. Now, he sort of took that away and went, right, OK, so uh, the, the young girl can smile. What can we do with that? And his business started there. He came up with a switch mechanism that could detect uh, a change in light or a change in the smallest of movements so that when she smiled, it would turn the page of a book. Now, you know, for people that have a, a lot of mobility, you think, well, you know, it, it's turning a book. But for that young lady, it was life changing. She could now open up an entire world. And of course, as he went on and he designed more switches and more capabilities, so he was able to arrange different mechanisms and, you know, a double twitch could change the book or go into a menu or, or something like this. And that type of technology, you know, we need to drive awareness that that stuff's out there because it, it's just, it's just amazing. You know, you, you're kind enough to say the things we do, but people like Graham, you know, they're the, they're the, the heroes within this, you know, they are, they are the ones developing the technology that we're going to be using. So again, we'll have a, a station there that will have this technology and the, the visitors to the disability expo is going to be able to come along and try that and, you know, see how fantastic some of these capabilities really are. That's an amazing story. And what an amazing um, piece of technology. Uh, definitely. I'm going to give that a try myself. That, that, that's so amazing. And, you know, I can't remember if, you know, and I don't want to say anything incorrect, but I know that, you know, the worst that Stephen Hawking's, you know, condition got, um, you know, the less and less mobility and, you know, ability he had, but he did a lot of things just through the use of his mouth. Um, and it's just amazing, like what he could like type, write, um, just have access to with like these types of switches. So, it's amazing to see um, the continued advancement of that technology because like you said, it really does open the world to people. So for those that don't use it, definitely highly would advise them to at least just have that experience because then you might have a better understanding of why it's such an innovative technology. Yeah, well, as a, a hero of mine, I mean, Stephen Hawking was, you know, a legend. And I was really lucky that I did actually get to meet him um, at the Cheltenham Literature uh, Fair some years ago. He'd written a book with his daughter aimed at children talking about uh, the universe and how amazing it is. Uh, I think it was called uh, George's Key to the Universe. It's particularly pivotal for me because I had a son called George or still do have a son called George. I don't know what <laughs> suddenly happened to him. Yeah, I had a son and and then no, yeah, <laughs> he became too much like his dad. So uh, it didn't end well. Um, but uh, yeah, no, it it truly, truly awe inspiring and, and what the the art of the possible is. And then finally, moving on to the, the showcase, which is the streaming zone, uh, where, you know, we're going to have uh, podcast royalty 
uh, I, I believe there's a, a gentleman called Chad Michael Bolton Bolton that's going to be there, um, you know, doing his podcast. Uh, we're going to have uh, the the uh, caring llama, um, and we're going to have at Jeffy plays there. And you know, we've got two days of fantastic entertainment. Whether it's streaming uh, games like Dew Valley. Uh, I think I've already mentioned to you. I have no idea what that is, but apparently it is the the pivotal of gaming experiences. So looking <laughs> forward to that. <laughs> and uh, we're also going to, of course, have uh, yourself talking to uh, the people behind the technology, talking to special guests. And then I, I believe, and I, I'm not going to say too much, but I, I believe there may even be a special event between you and another uh, set of podcast royalty. But uh, we'll leave it there. Yes. So um, come back for episode four. Four, so make sure you watch episodes one through three of this hype package. But episode four is when you will finally get to hear more about the special event that's going to involve myself, the Unsighted Radio, and Tony of the Seesaw Podcast. So that's all I'm going to say for right now. So if you want to know more, you got to listen all the way through to episode four of this Disability Expo hype package. But I'm so excited to be there doing the podcast. Um, we will be filming a live podcast, which is nerve wracking for me because, you know, well, I mean, it shouldn't be because everything I do is kind of quote unquote live, but to actually be able to do a true live podcast from an event has always been a bucket list thing for me since I started the podcast, because obviously a lot of the podcasts I listen to, they do those live events, you know, they buck out, you know, venues, they have, you know, people that pay to come see them. So this is truly amazing. So I'm super excited. And um, obviously, I'm really looking forward to uh, Jeffy plays and Melanie on um, the caring llama and what they are going to be playing. I think it's Melanie who will be doing Stardew Valley, which is awesome because Stardew Valley is one of my favorite games of all time. So it's going to be a lot of fun, and I'm super excited. Uh, man, I, I, I tell you what, we've got we've got two weeks to go, and I, I am so firmly on the hype train right now. Right, <laughs> I mean, it is full pelt towards the, the Disability Expo, you know. And what we've covered is really just the the basic setups that we've got. You know, the the games are really the stars here. And I, I know that we're going to have a, a podcast, probably the second one, where we get to talk about our favorite uh, games and things like that. So it, it it's just going to be amazing, you know. And for those that want to come along and just see what's happening, hang out, chat to us, talk gaming, and just generally enjoy the vibe of the gaming zone, we're all going to be around, and uh, yeah, it, it's going to be amazing. I'm looking forward to meeting and making so many new friends. Yeah, that's that's the big thing for me. Uh, you know, off the record, we were talking to uh, Chris Lee Smith of the Grumpy Gets, and that's what he's so excited about is the networking, obviously meeting new colleagues, but just making new friends. And I think that's what's going to be the, the the biggest success of the Expo. Obviously, I think the Expo is going to be successful already. You know, <laughs> there, there, there's no doubt it's going to be successful and it's going to go on to be the next big thing. 
but it's going to create so many, I believe, lifelong friendships. And that's what I'm truly excited about uh, meeting all these people that I've collaborated with before, but actually get to meet them in person. And, you know, you and I have already talked about future projects together. So, you know, it's kind of already been successful if you really look at it that way. (laughs) But um, it's just amazing because I think the expo is really something special and is going to be the place to go for disability. But also, you know, they want to take the dis out of the disability and just make it ability and the dis out of disadvantage and make it advantage. You know, obviously disability is, you know, always going to be there. Um, but, you know, we can just make it about our passions and our hobbies and just our hopes for the future. So that's also what I'm really, really excited about when it comes to the expo. Yeah, me too. I mean, they've got a whole house there that's fully kitted out with different accessibility options and things like that. And as you said, you know, there there is no diffs in the in the words that we're using. It's all about ability and doing the things that we do every day. Um, and I, I think that's that's the most important thing about this show. You know, the show is about the things we want to do, the fun we want to have. And there's going to be some stuff there that will help people that need a little support in order to be able to do that. But that is the, that, that's the main focus. Absolutely. Um, so if you're going to be in the area and you can make it to the expo, please do come out in person, but do keep in mind, there's going to be so much virtual stuff. So if you can't make it out in person, you don't have to miss out. There's going to be so many ways for you to hang out with us there at the expo virtually from your home. And also, I'm going to be recording so much stuff, so I'm definitely going to try and show you as much of the expo as I can possibly record. Um, hopefully, I have a couple of spare hard drives to get it all, because uh, I imagine <laughs> I'm going to be trying to capture it all um, in its totality, because I'm very excited to hopefully share what is going to make the Disability Expo so special in the future yeah absolutely come and say hi everybody because you know we want to learn from you we we want to hear your stories and things let's let's work together to to make this the best show it can be absolutely so as we wrap up part one of this awesome hype package i just gotta roll out the red carpet for simon and tell him Please share with the lovely people how they can get involved with you, contact you, and obviously, if they're interested in any of your amazing technology, how they can get their hands on it. Yeah, absolutely. So you can uh, follow us on at Adapt IT Online. That's all one word A D A P T I T O N E L I N E. And you can also find lots of really informative information and also the type of things we do on our website at www.adapt-it.co.uk. That's www.adapt-it.co.uk. And uh, we look forward to seeing you on the socials. Absolutely. And there will be a link in the show notes um, for those of you who want to get their hands on a ticket 
Um, I got a little bit of a special deal for you guys. So if you definitely want to come out and see us live and in person, I'll have a little link for you guys to get yourselves a ticket. So look out for that when episode one drops of this amazing hype package. We're so excited for the expo. Can't believe it's already almost here. And hopefully we'll be getting to see some of you there live in July. But until then, everybody, thank you so much for listening to part one of this four-part hype package. We'll see you next time where we sit down with the Caring Llama themselves and talk to them about their lived experience and why they're so excited about the expo. So until then, everybody, be safe, be kind, and take care. Bye, guys. Keep on gaming. <laughs>